Welcome to the Encourager Podcast, helping women laugh in the face of their discouragement one episode at a time. I'm your host, Kaylin Pullen. This podcast has a hefty dose of humor, a sprinkle of sass, and a truckload of relatability. I'm your co-captain ready to sail alongside you through the turbulent waters of being a woman in today's world. Each week, I'm going to dive into topics like the joy and chaos of motherhood, the romantic roller coaster of marriage, the drama of friendships, the soap operas of family, and how to navigate every part of this dirt road, pothole-filled journey called life without losing our sanity or ourselves. If your life is a perpetually flawless Instagram feed, your children are mini Gandhis who never dare bicker, your marriage is a ceaseless honeymoon where disagreements dare not tread, and everything you lay your hands on turns to gold, I hate to break it to you, honey, but this podcast might not be your cup of tea. But for the rest of us mere mortals navigating the messiness of life with a prayer on our lips and concealer on our dark circles, this is a place where chaos is cherished. Mishaps are celebrated and struggles are toasted to. I'm here to acknowledge that perfection is as mythical as a unicorn doing the cha-cha. This is for us ladies that have beds left unmade, dishes piling up in the sink, text messages left on red, and children who've mastered the art of testing our patience. This is for the ladies who are trying our best, but we're falling short, trying to be kind, but still losing our temper, want to raise our kids right, but run out of patience to deal with them on most days. And we think loving ourselves is a great thought, but we find ourselves comparing everywhere we go. We want to have a rom-com style marriage, but the smallest things set us off like a bottle rocket. And we're dealing with all the other imperfections that don't meet the status quo of being the perfect wife, mom, or woman. If that's you, you're in the right place. I'm here to tell you, you can get up off the couch, turn that cloud above your head into sunshine, and learn to love yourself and your life again, no matter the season you're in. But don't worry, it's not all serious chats and sob stories. Expect plenty of laughter, unexpected life hacks, and ridiculously funny tales of womanhood mishaps that make you say, OMG, me too. So think of me as your favorite, slightly inappropriate, reality check girlfriend who happens to have a mic and a Bible in hand. If you need courage to conquer your biggest fears, comfort to soothe your darkest moments, and strength to push through your toughest days when life's throwing you why me curveballs, a sprinkle of hope, a flood of prayer, and the word is your wellspring turns them into hold my halo and watch this triumphs. The Encourager podcast is not just a show, it's a sisterhood. It's that riotous girls night in where the fun is endless, the laughter is infectious, and the support is rock solid. It's where superwomen come to refill their cups, straighten their crowns, and be reminded that you're stronger than you ever imagined. So grab your headphones, turn the volume louder than the kids' screams, and join me for a relatable session of empowerment, encouragement, and a whole lot of amen. Welcome to the Encourager Podcast. Hey ladies, welcome back to the Encourager Podcast. It's been a minute. We're going to talk about today, I want to teach you guys how I learned how to hear from God, like legit hear from God on a daily basis. And before I get into all of that, it's going to be awesome. This process changed my life. It changed my prayer life, changed my life. Like I feel like I hear from God on an absolute daily basis about where I'm going, decisions I need to make, circumstances I'm in. And I want to share that with you because this is something that I learned. It wasn't something I just uh, stumbled upon or figured out how to do. And so I want to share that process with you. Before I get in there, I need to apologize because I've been have been a, a MIA on this podcast. You guys know I found I was pregnant 
right? I'm in the first trimester. I was gone to Lake Powell for two weeks and I had episodes that I'd recorded to go out for you all while I was gone. But while I was there, all of the sickness of pregnancy hit me like 10,000 tons of bricks. And when I got back, I have been so sick, you guys. Oh my gosh, so sick that I've literally been throwing up every 15 to 20 minutes. I've been literally sitting, laying down, holding on to my trash can for the last three weeks, and it's been awful. And there was no way possible that I could record. I couldn't even sit up or stand up without throwing up. So I hope you guys forgive me, but I think this episode is gonna do a lot of making up for that. I prepared an awesome episode for you today. So braver me that this sickness goes away. I feel like it's gotten uh, so much better. I'm 11 weeks today. I'm almost out of this first trimester. So I feel like it's almost gone. And I'm down to only throwing up like two, three times a day now instead of every 15 minutes. So that's a win. That's a big win. If you ladies out there, you've had babies, you know how it gets sometimes. And it's the first trimester is always so rough. I'm honestly like a very naturally I'm a very nauseous person like I make myself car sick driving and I'm a good driver but I make myself car sick when I'm driving <laughs> it just gets worse when I'm pregnant but I feel like I'm I'm coming out of it but let's jump into today's episode thanks for being on this ride with me that's why I said you got to subscribe to the podcast so you know when episodes drop I want to talk to you about how to hear from God and this is a process that I learned, and I want to give all of the credit to Bob Frazier. I met him through a Christian entrepreneur mastermind group called The Wellspring that I'm in, and he did a morning session on adoration prayer, and he spent uh, the last couple of years putting together a guide. He calls it the Acts um, Scripture, the Acts Prayer Guide, and Acts is, basically stands for adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. And this is the actual process that I sit down every morning and do. He challenges us to do this for 30 days straight. And I will tell you that immediately on the first day, it completely changed my prayer life. Because I was someone that was just, I would, I would pray in the morning and pray in the evening while I'm laying in bed kind of thing. And like bring God my little laundry list of things that I'm praying for. But there was no like intention in the prayers. There was no like strategy behind the prayers. I didn't feel like I was ever really hearing from God or I was always asking God, what do you want me to do in this situation? What do you want me to do with this? And I, I felt like I was never really getting any answers. And when I started doing this, I'm going to tell you, ladies, this is so powerful that every day since I started doing this, I get downloads from God like I've never gotten them. I've gotten clarity from God like I've never gotten it. And so thank you. Shout out to Bob Frazier for teaching me this process because it absolutely changed my life. And so I want to give this gift to you all. So if you feel like you're, yeah, I pray, but I don't really hear from God or I feel like I'm stagnant in my prayers or I feel like I'm praying for the same things over and over again. I will tell you this will change the game. This is definitely an episode where you want to grab a piece of paper write this down, write these steps down because they're very specific and I'm going to walk you through it. So I just hope that you commit to doing this. If you want to do a 30 day challenge of adoration prayer, do it because once you start doing this, I have become addicted to it, like literally addicted. If I don't do this first thing in the morning, like I just feel like I'm like, dang, I haven't spent time with God yet. I haven't heard from God yet today. 
when Romy had her first day of school uh, last week, it was a lot of preparation. It was a lot of her having to get up extra early, a lot of taking her picture for school. And so I didn't do it, but I couldn't wait to get back home from dropping her off because I'm like, I haven't talked to God today. I haven't spent that time with him. I haven't heard what his plan for today is yet. And so I feel like it becomes very exciting to pray. I was someone who was never really excited about it. I was just, ah, oh, yeah, I know I got to do it, but I was never like the one that's, oh, I can't wait to sit and pray. That was never me. If you can tell, I'm very like all over the place. It's very hard to have me sitting for anywhere for a very long time. And I just felt to me, it was a one way conversation that I was having because it's not that I wasn't doing it right. It's just there's a strategy behind it that works and works so well. And that's what I want to share with you today. So here's where we're going to start. The first step here in really preparation of this is get yourself a prayer journal. All right, I did mine. If you guys are watching on video, I did mine in one of those journals that you can buy that have like the rings on the side where you can take pages in and out. It's got like the plastic covers. I got mine on Amazon. This brand is called, I think it's called like Talia. Yeah, T-A- L-I-A. I have loved it. Usually before I would just keep a journal, but then it's like, I can't really move things around or I would find a prayer that I'm like, I really want to declare this over my life. And so I can take out that page and move it to the very front of this book. And then I have a section for just my adoration prayer and the things that I'm hearing from God and downloading. And then I have another section that's like declaration prayers over my life and over my children. And so this has really been awesome for me uh, to keep kind of things where I want them. And I can rearrange them. Or when this gets full, I can take pages out and put it in a different one, right? Like here's 2023 and I can start building a new one and keep pages that I want to keep in the new one, right? I don't know. I don't know if you guys are <laughs> organized in that way, but I just... I love this. So just a tip there, but you want to have a prayer journal because then as you're asking, as you're praying, as you're asking God questions, as you're downloading from him and you're choosing scriptures to stand on, like you have somewhere that you can track these things and you can track. Here's the answered prayers. Here's what God's saying. Here's what's moving. Here's the miracles. I have a whole section of answered prayers and I have a other whole section of just miracles and signs and wonders and words and prophetic words that people have spoken over me that I have recorded in this book. And so I just look to those whenever I'm like, I need, I need to build some faith back. Let me go read through the miracles that have happened and the answers prayers that have happened for me. So you definitely want to make sure to have a prayer journal, do it however you want and however you like. So getting into kind of the first step here is I start with writing down three things that I want to discuss with God today. It can be anything big or small. It could be an argument with my four-year-old, or it could be a breakthrough in my marriage, which is a bigger one, or it could be uh, protection over our home, or it could be a dream that I had last night that I want to know what God meant by it, right? It could be a word that was spoken over me. It could be a feeling that I'm having or angst or anxiety that I'm dealing with or a friend and a relationship that is struggling. Whatever it is, choose three things to discuss with God today. And I feel like this has helped me make it not be the same three things every day, unless it's one that's like, I have to lean in and pray for this very diligently, then that thing can stay on the list. But on the times where maybe I'm not going through something, I will say, okay, I want to talk to God about my two-year-old's development, or today I want to talk to God about the new baby and the plans, or I want to talk to God about our business. And so it, it allows me to add in new things 
and start to think, what else do I want to pray for? What else do I want to lean into God for? It could be new relationships or friendships, things like that. So start with three things and just write them down the top of your paper that you want to discuss with God today. All right, that's the first step. And then the second step here is really getting into a quiet place to meet with Jesus. And this is where we're going to start the Acts prayer, the Acts adoration prayer section. This is where all the power comes in, okay? And I'm going to read to you a little bit through uh, Bob's guide. Uh, This isn't out publicly yet. He gave us an early copy, but as soon as it is out, I would love to have him on. I know I don't normally have guests on here. Uh, I love once he um, publishes this, to get him on here and give you guys, uh, show you where you can get a copy of this because this little booklet right here has absolutely changed my life. And he started with it just being for him and how he meets with God in the morning. And then he blessed the people um, in in our mastermind group with a copy of basically how he does it. So I'm going to read to you a little bit from here and just the explanation. So the first part of sitting down in your quiet place and meeting with Jesus in the morning. This could be 20 minutes. This could be 30. I feel like I've become so obsessed with it that it's like I block an hour now in my day and it doesn't have to take that long. I think I started with 15 minutes, but then it like got so good and I was hearing so much. I like didn't want to cut God off (laughs) from what he was trying to tell me. So you can block whatever time you want. It's not about quantity of time. It's about quality, right? So it's about intention of you sitting down to do it. And so the first part of meeting with Jesus is adoration, okay? The Bible says we enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. So adoration is simply magnifying God. And when we magnify God, everything else in our life, our needs, our emotions, and our desires are demagnified by comparison. Isn't that so good? So when you start in adoration, you are just magnifying God. So you can tell God how mighty he is. And you can just speak this as scripture. Like you can look up adoration scriptures for God, like how mighty he is, how he has all authority, how he's all in all, how he's glorious and majestic. However you want to praise God, this is basically you telling God how awesome he is, right? So ones I really like are Matthew 28, 18, you, Jesus spoke to them saying all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. You God, you disarmed the demonic rulers and authorities. You made a public display of them having triumphed over them. I love the authority ones because I'm just like, I just see God is just so like B.A. God's not just like Jesus and just like fluffy. He was flipping tables. I like to proclaim it because there's an enemy trying to come at me, come at my family. I want to proclaim how strong and mighty he is. Miraculous and powerful. What God is so great as our God. You are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among the peoples. God, show us your power, right? I'm just proclaiming how amazing God is. Jesus, you said he believes in you. The works that you do, we will do also. And the greater works of yours will do because you go to the father and whatever we ask in your name that you will do, that the father may be glorified in the son. And we ask anything in your name, you will do it. So these are things of adoration of telling God how awesome he is, reminding him that why we love him, that he's mighty, he's glorious, he's humble, he's available to us. He's the God who speaks like this is you just giving hyping up God okay and I I love this part because I think sometimes we just go straight to our laundry list and forget to tell God how awesome 
he is and how we see him. If you think the relationship between a father and child, and if you think of how you speak to your children, like you're amazing and you're awesome. That's how God feels about us. But sometimes doesn't it feel good when your child turns to you and says, Mom, I just want to tell you how amazing you are and how great you are and how thankful I am and how much you've helped me and I how much I appreciate you. Doesn't that just stop your day being like, oh my gosh, I've been waiting for this moment. God's waiting for that moment from you, right? And he loves to hear it. He loves to hear it. The second part is confession and proclamation. So after you give God adoration, you're going to step into confession and proclamation, which confession is where we repent of anything that we need to, right? And we consecrate ourselves freshly before God. So if I've had a rough week, I'm, I'm saying, God, I just want to confess that I've had a bad attitude this week. I lost my temper towards my husband and my children. I know it's the pregnancy hormones, but that doesn't give me an excuse. And I just want to repent of those attitudes and those words. And I'm sorry. And I don't want to be that person. I'm just confessing before him what I need to sit before him with a clean heart because God already knows, right? God already knows I did it. He already knows. And so I just need to come clean of what it is I need to come clean about while, while I sit before him. And then proclamation is the place where we fight for nature of God in our souls. So wherever God is challenging you to change, he is also giving you grace to change. And in these areas, we need to partner with what God is doing in our lives. They're proclaiming the truths. He is speaking to our hearts. Yes. So this allows us to prepare to enter the presence of God in the golden room in the holy place, he says. And for me, proclaiming is like, God, you said that you're positioning me. Like I remind God of the words that he's spoken of what I downloaded from him yesterday of saying, here's the plan I have for you. Here's what I want you to do in this circumstance. Here's where I want you to move. And if you don't have these, you can also just proclaim scripture over yourself of God. You said I was fearfully and wonderfully made. God, you said that I'll have refuge under your wings. Like you can proclaim whatever God has said about you, whether that's a download that you had from him or whether that's scripture, right? I'm just going to, I'm just, I'm going to read to you off of a page of what I actually proclaim based on what I've been hearing from God through this adoration prayer over a week or so's time. Um, I'm going to proclaim it. I say, God, you said you're positioning me and setting me up. That was a, a download I had. You're setting me up in a high place. You called me to encourage and testify. I'm proclaiming that you're going to expand the reach of this podcast into every ear to hear your goodness and power. I'm proclaiming that I will be thought of as a leader in Christianity for women, that I will bring the seekers, the broken and the hurt to know you through my testimonies and that you have anointed this podcast. I'm proclaiming that you've anointed this podcast. So you could speak this over what God told you about your children. You could speak this over success of your business or healing in your marriage. God, I'm proclaiming healing over my marriage, over my body. So you're just proclaiming what like you have faith for, right? And even sometimes if you're like, I'm not sure if I do still proclaim it. Even if it's things that are scary, you still proclaim it. Like where is God nudging you and pushing you and uh, making things come up in your life and you're hearing or seeing or experiencing or scriptures for you that are like, okay, I need healing in my body. Okay, what scriptures can I proclaim over my body that it's already healed? 
So this is proclamation. And I love this part because I feel like it just gives me confidence and go into the room with God. of Yes, like this is what you're doing. This is where you're moving. This is what the word says about healing. This is what the word says about my marriage. This is what the word says about my authority over the enemy. You proclaim it in this section. And then the third part here is thanksgiving and inquiry. Oh, and this is where it starts to get lit. Okay. <laughs> so in thanksgiving and inquiry and right about now, you should be like deep in the presence of God after adoration, after confession, after proclamation. Now we're moving to Thanksgiving. And if you're not in a place, if you're not in a place of love and peace and joy, or there's unbelief or trust that needs to be cleansed through confession and proclamation, like don't be discouraged. Sometimes you just need to go back to confession and proclamation where you feel like at this point of Thanksgiving, you are in peace, you are in joy. You can feel the presence of God. You feel like you're like, okay, like I feel good moving in now. Like if there's still some, if there's still some fear, if there's still some unsureness, go back to confession and proclamation at this point because you enter the holy place. Like you want to enter giving Thanksgiving to God with here's what I'm thankful for from a place of peace and joy, not from a place of like scarcity. All right. Like through adoration, you should see how big God is. Through confession, you should be cleaning yourself of where you fell short. And then proclamation, you should be like literally declaring, this is it, God. This is what you say. Here, I'll read you I'll read you my, my one of my declarations that I say every single day because I want to memorize this over my family. And so when I'm proclaiming in this section, I will read Psalm 91, 3 through 13. And I have personalized it over my family and this just makes me feel so confident moving into Thanksgiving. So what's like the scripture that you could personalize for you? That's like your rock scripture, your banner scripture over you or your family that you can proclaim. Mine is this. It says, Jesus, surely you shall deliver Romy and Revlin and Brandon and myself from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. You shall cover us with your feathers and under your wings we shall take refuge. Your truth shall be our shield. We shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at our side and 10,000 at our right hand, but it shall not come near us. No evil shall befall us, nor shall any sickness come near our home for you shall give your angels charge over us and keep us in all of our ways. Lest we dash our foot against a stone. We shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and serpent. We shall trample under foot. And so that's the last one that I'll recite before moving to Thanksgiving. So I'm just like, yes, that's what God has for my family. He has protection. He is with us. The enemy can't come against us. That's just like my final statement that I make in proclamation before moving to Thanksgiving. So with Thanksgiving, this is the way that we open the door of God's personal voice to us, right? And it's not the type of Thanksgiving that you might be used to. This is a personal Thanksgiving for who he has been to you personally, okay? How he has cared for you and shown his love to you personally. It is this deep, very personal Thanksgiving that settles us into this place of, of personal friendship, relationship, and leads us to a place of hearing. Like, God, here's what you have specifically done in my life. Here's what you have specifically been there for me for. Here's what you have specifically gotten me through. Thank you for these specific things, all right? Not just like, Thank you, God, 
for protecting my family. Thank you, God, for my healthy children. Thank you, God, for my opportunities at work. It's not just that. It's thank you, God, that when Romy busted her head open, thank you for stopping the blood. Thank you for getting us to the hospital with a great doctor. Thank you for her not having a concussion. I'm giving specific things, right? Thank you for giving me patience in this exact circumstance. Thank you for providing for us when we only had $10 in the bank account. Thank you for providing food for us. Thank you for providing clothes for us to get us through the season. What are the things that you're personally thankful to God for that he has done? This part is usually emotional for me. I'm not a very emotional person, but just remembering here's the specific cases. Here's the specific scenarios just this week that have happened or in the past that have happened that God's got me through. And most of the times we don't really stop to to think about it or we're just like, yeah, that happened. Yeah, it, it some way it worked out, but we're not giving God the thanks for getting it to work out. We're not giving God the thanks for it. And then the second part is inquiry. And this is where you're gonna start to hear from God, okay? It says, begin to ask God the questions on your heart and write down what you feel is his response. Even if you're not sure if it's you or him, I will tell you when I first started doing this, I would ask God these questions. I would start writing and then I would get in my head and I would be like, is that for me or is that from God? Is that for me or is that from God? On everything that I was thinking. And so the Holy Spirit just told me like, stop worrying about it. Write everything, write everything. And the funny thing that happens when you do this on a daily basis, you'll start to see the patterns and you'll start to, you'll start to be able to discern your thought from God's thought. And as I wrote day after day after day, you could see the patterns of what God is saying and my sporadic thoughts (laughs) uh, that were weaved in there. And now I can honestly discern between what he has said and what I'm thinking. And I've been able to just turn off my own thoughts. And now just the Holy Spirit flows through me and I'm just right. And most of the time I'm like writing and then I'm like reading it after I'm writing it. Whoa. Oh, whoa. That's from God. That was not my thought. And so it's just practice, right? So don't give yourself a hard time trying to overthink it. Just write everything. And then over time, right, over the first five days, seven days that you do this, you'll see the patterns in everything that God's telling you and how he speaks versus how you think and a a thought that pops into your head, okay? So when you're asking, you're literally going to picture yourself sitting across the table from Jesus. This is how I do it. I literally sit at my desk in the quiet and I pretend I'm sitting across the table from Jesus. And then you ask Jesus what his thoughts, what his perspective, what his plan is for each of those three items on your list. And you write down what you hear and they don't have to be on the list necessarily. If you start getting thoughts of God's like, actually, I want you to ask me about this. Then you just let God direct it. You let the Holy Spirit direct you instead of you trying to keep it all in a box Sometimes it's all over the place. I'm not going to lie. When we ask specific questions related, you know, to, to what we're praying for, here's the thing. Like, God wants to give you clarity. God wants to help you have discernment. God wants you to hear his plan. God, sometimes he wants you to hear the plan, right? But the things are the spirit of the Lord, which is he personally. We ask the Holy Spirit and the spirit of the Lord how he personally feels about what we're asking. All right, then we can ask for wisdom. We ask for understanding. We ask for counsel on things. We ask for might. We ask for knowledge and um, we ask to be empowered, right? That we can follow him boldly and fierce, fearlessly through this. Okay, so 
as you ask God these questions, you're going to write down. You're going to write down what you hear. You're going to write down every answer, every impression, anything that struck your heart, and you're going to record what you're hearing. So as they call this uh, journaling the voice. So a good place to start as you're sitting across the table from Jesus. Some good questions to start. Jesus, what are you doing in my life? (laughs) What are you saying to me? What does this mean? What God wants to interpret our lives for us and reveal himself through our circumstances. So what does it mean, God? How are you wanting to reveal yourself to me? What is my response? What is my response to be? What are you asking of me? All right, some great questions. I'm going to give you guys some other ones that I love that are just anointed questions. God, what are you saying and working in my life right now? How are you moving? And you're just going to write what you hear. What is your perspective on my life in this situation or this circumstance? So if you're going through something hard or you're having a relationship problem with somebody or this issue at work, like what is your perspective on this situation and get his perspective, right? What do you want me to pray for in this situation or circumstance? Here's some good ones. Like when it comes to opportunities and decision. How will this opportunity bring me closer to you? How might it hinder my relationship with you? What are my choices? What will happen as a result of each choice? What are your purposes and strategies? Show me your divine plan. (laughs) That's a good one, right? Um, When it comes to um, needs, what is your heart? What is your view of my needs? How do I pray for this? Give me scriptures for prayer. What are you speaking to me through this? How am I to ask you for these needs? What should I do about these needs? (laughs) Difficult circumstances questions. How can I reflect you in this? How are you revealing yourself to me? What is the path through this? What is your aim in this? What are you doing through this? How am I to respond? That's good, right? How am I to respond? People and family. How do I think about them? What is your heart for them? Speak to me about the keys to their lives and hearts. What are you doing in their lives? How am I to help them? What is my role in their life? So good. So good. Daily responsibilities. This is big for us. How can I better walk with you in my work or in my housework (laughs) or in my day? Uh, Show me how I can be better at my responsibilities. What season am I in? What should I focus on in this season? How does this fit with your overall strategy? What is your divine plan for each area of responsibility? What is coming down the road for me? What is going on behind the scenes? What is the truth about what is going on? What do you know that I don't know? And as you ask God these questions, you literally just sit and hear from him and write until you don't hear anything else. And sometimes for me, it's paragraphs. Sometimes it's one or two lines. Okay. And so I just sit and do this for like literally 20, 30 minutes until I don't hear anything else. I just keep asking questions. And then the last part of this is supplication. Okay. So this is the S on the X. Supplication. This is the final step, and it's simply asking God from a personal perspective for the things that you're praying for, right? We, not as a beggar. We're not beggars. We are greatly loved, 
daughters of God. We have to ask for a foundation, the foundation of a personal loving relationship, like a child asking a parent for something. That's the posture we need to have. And we should always ask according to his will. And then we should ask with full faith and confidence that he will answer us that he will answer us. You can begin with some of the topics that you are praying for. The things that you listed is where you could start. You need to vocalize it. You need to look at the scriptures. You need to find a scripture that's like backing up what you want to say. Okay, if I'm praying for peace and I'm telling God that I have all this anxiety and I don't have peace and I really just, God help me have peace. If I'm praying for peace, then I need to go find the scripture like Philippians 4, 7 and pray, God, you said your word says, the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in, in Christ Jesus. And so, God, I'm praying that you give me the peace that transcends all understanding to guard my heart, to guard my mind in Christ Jesus. Reign that peace on me. And so now I'm asking God for something that he has promised to give me with his own word. All right, with his own word. So this is supplication. You can use Google. Don't just try to like filter through the Bible and try, don't make it hard on yourself. I literally Google, okay, God, like I need a, a scripture for peace. I need a scripture for, for marriage. I need a scripture for patience. And so in this step, I will give supplication and tell God, this is what I'm praying for. And I use scripture to back up. Here's what I'm praying for God. You said like your promises and your word says that I can have this. I'm praying for it and I personalize it. And I say, God, the peace of you that transcends all understanding will guard my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. Give me that peace. And so that's the four steps. Adoration. You have adoration, confession and proclamation, thanksgiving and inquiry and supplication. I'll tell you, if you ladies go through these four things, <laughs> it will change the game for you. I have just pages and pages of downloads from God now. Literally download downloads from God. I was asking him, what should I do with this podcast? What is the purpose of it? What are you having me do? And when I was asking him questions, the things I'm hearing is do not grow weary. Do not allow the enemy thoughts to stall you from doing what I've called you to do. It doesn't have to be perfect. Stop worrying about what you say and let me speak through you. Like those are exact downloads that I got from him that I needed to hear because I felt like I was having to push this forward, that all this pressure was on me to do this. And then after sitting and talking to God about it, he's Stop worrying about what you say. Stop worrying about your notes for the podcast. Stop worrying about it and let me just speak through you. And so without that, it was all on me. All the pressure was on me. And that was so helpful for me to hear that from God that it's not me. It's not Kaylin. This is God's project here. This encourager project is, is God's project. And he's get out of my way, Kaylin. Get out of my way. Stop worrying about it and let me do it. Let me do the heavy lifting. And so I'll tell you that if you spend 20 minutes doing this in the morning, put it on your calendar, calendar it in, make sure it happens or do it at night. Whenever you have that 15 minutes, even that you can be in a quiet place. And I know I'm a mom of two. I'm pregnant with a third. Okay. I know it's hard to get those 15 minutes, but how do you have a conversation with your spouse that you can get that 15? right? Because this is the thing now that's been carrying me through day to day. I look forward to it every day and I've never looked forward to prayer time. And now I can't see going with a day without it, a day without hearing from God. So I'm going to put these a couple of notes in the description for you ladies 
for the process just as a reminder and then please do this listen to this again get this get this process practice this process do this it is so worth it's so worth it. it is not work once you start hearing from god and you start getting downloads that are just so specific to you in your situation and what you're asking for ah it's literally life-changing so Ladies, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star review, please. It takes two seconds. It helps me so much with the algorithm. And I love reading your comments. I'm doing this all this whole thing myself front to back right now. So it really encourages me to keep going as well. So I appreciate that. And I'm going to pray us out and I will see you next time. But God, we just thank you so much for being the God who speaks, that we can sit and spend time with you that you are alive and moving in our lives every day and that you listen and you love us and that we can bring our heart to you. We can bring our wants to you. We can bring our ass to you. And we just thank you for the patience and, and making the, helping us make the time in our day for this. And we just thank you for answered prayers. We thank you for miracles. We thank you uh, that you meet us at the table for these conversations, that you want to be there with us. And so we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to challenge you ladies this week. I want to challenge you that this is what you do. Okay, even if you don't have it perfect, even if you just do a couple, even if you just start working it in, I want to challenge you to pray like you've never prayed before and use this axe process. So thank you. Shout out to Bob Brazier for sharing with me. And I hope you ladies enjoyed me sharing it with you today. And I will see you next time. Bye.